Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, good evening, everyone. <clears throat> Tonight, we are, uh, we are going to celebrate the, uh, the holiday of Tu Bishvat. I figured maybe we'll deviate a little bit from the Mishnayot um, to talk a little bit about the holiday. <clears throat> but to truth be told, it's hard, hard to find much written about Tu Bishvat in the earlier books. Of course, the mention of it is in the, Ram, is in the Mishnayot. First Mishnav, Masechet Rosh Hashanah, talks about the new year for the trees. Um, contrary to what people think, the trees are not judged on Tu Bishvat, just like human beings are judged on our Rosh Hashanah, on the first of Tishri. The trees are not judged on, on Tu Bishvat, or the, or the first of Shvat, according to Bet Shammai. The trees are actually judged on the holiday of Shavuot. Um, the, the meaning of the Mishnah of Tu Bishvat, or the, the significance of the day, is on how we measure, uh, how we count the, the birthday of the tree in order to uh, determine when to tithe the, uh, the fruits that bear from the tree and also to allow us to understand, uh, to realize when we can keep the fruits of the tree because the first three years... The, uh, the fruits don't belong to us. The fourth year, we bring it to Yerushalayim. So all that is calculated based on, um, on uh, the 15th of Shabbat. Um, and what's interesting is that you, you look at the, you open up the Rambam, and the Rambam doesn't talk about Tu Bishvat um, thousand, a thousand years ago. He talks about, he brings it down in the laws of, of, of Ma'asir, of tithing fruits, that, like I said, that's the halachic implications of Tu Bishvat. But there's no discussion about, uh, to, about what we're, what we're going to do in, a, in another hour or so. So you fast forward 500 years, and you open up the Shulchan Aruch of Yosef Kato, and uh, guess what? He doesn't write about it either. All right? So you, you, follow, you follow the whole order, you know, about... Uh, Sukkot, after Sukkot, you got Hanukkah, and what should be after Hanukkah is a discussion of, of, uh, of Tu Bishvat, but no, right after that, he goes into the laws of the four parashiot and Megillah, which is Purim. So, Tu Bishvat is, is, is skipped. So, why is this the case? Um, why, why wasn't it codified somewhat in Halacha? So, I have an answer that I want to, that is my own, but... I, uh, I believe there's some significance to it. Um, the, the halakha was written for the cloud. The halakha, when we read a Shulchan Aruch, it's for all of cloud Israel. There are different customs, no question, right? You have Shulchan Aruch, Ramah, Ashkenazim, Shvaradim, and we have Minagim as well. But for the most part, when you have a, uh, a set of Svarim like the Shulchan Aruch or the Rambam, it's meant for all of cloud Israel. The deeper significance of Tu Bishvat is really for the, the individual. Ki Adam et 
Torah tells us in, in Sefer Bereshit that man is, is really like a tree in many, many different ways. And Tubishvat is, is a time for introspection. It's like a, almost like a, a Rosh Hashanah, just like we introspect during our own month of Elul and come uh, the holiday of Rosh Hashanah. But as well, there is that time. I'll speak about more length of tonight's uh, said there. But it, it's a time where we have to focus on a little bit on the individual because every person is different. Every person needs to work on different aspects of their life versus that of the whole cloud. Ki Adam man is, is one tree. It's a team, he's one. And we're, 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 a, we're a nation of 600,000 souls or 600,000 trees that branch out and have branched out and branched out. Um, so to, to codify something in Shukhan Ruh for the cloud um, would be improper. We're being proper. So where does the, in fact, in fact, when you look at the history of, of uh, the seder of Tubishvat, where did it start? Where did it start? If, if, it's, not, if it's not spoken about in, in Shulchan Aruch, then, uh, then when did it start? The truth is, it's, it started roughly around that time. Um, the, the, the Mekubalim of, of Sfat, it was, very, it was a great city known for Mekubalim, Sfat Irakodesh, where the Shulchan Aruch actually lived, and he lived at that time of the Mekubalim, and um, and the Arizal, um, they they instituted a a seder of Tubishvat that focuses on tikkun olam, that focuses on the rectification of the world and how each man has to, um, you know, again rectify himself, and uh, all based on the fact that the first tree there was there was a pagan that was damaged to that tree when Adam ate from the tree. It's all really all connected. And therefore, we go through Tubishvat eating different fruits, representing different um, traits, different ideas, different sfirot, all things connected, um, in order to perform that tikkun. And uh, this is where it came. This is where it came about. So where the seder comes from. Now, even with that, even with that, the the seder didn't really become popular. It didn't really become popular until the last, I would say, a hundred or so years, where Tubishvat was widely celebrated in the way that it's in, uh, now. And I don't know so much of the said there. I know a lot of the Sfaradim focus on the said there. But in general, most people just sit around eating some fruits and maybe saying some Shechayanus or whatever like that. And this idea, this whole family gathering of, of Tubishvat, really only took off from the beginning of the 1900s. And... The reason that's the case is because of, a, of an organization called JNF, the Jewish National Fund, whose whole mission was about the land of Israel and trees and agriculture. And then all of a sudden, you have not just the observant Jews uh, who are following the Seder, but you have a lot of even non-observant Jews who feel, wow, this is something important. All the naturalists out there, all the people that, that love and enjoy nature. And Tubishvat really took off to be a very very widely celebrated uh, holiday uh, for that reason. And that, that's really what we have today is, uh, you know, to be shvat all over in all types of congregations, Jewish congregations around the world is, is celebrated each in their own different way. But let's not lose the focus of what we were supposed to, what we're supposed to do tonight. Tonight is about our individual tree. And throughout, throughout scripture, throughout the Mishnah and the Gemara, we always find these references to uh, man and the tree, um, 
David HaMelech in Sefer Tehilim, right in the, right in the beginning, tells us, that we have to be like a, uh, a tree that is trenched, our roots are trenched in, uh, in the water. And the water is refer- referencing to the Torah, that a person needs to have all of his roots firmly, firmly uh, deep in the ground. Um, and that, that comes with Torah. And, and Pirkei Avot talks about it, in fact, when in, in the third parak, the famous Mishnah of Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Imen Kemach and Torah, and then he says, And he says, any person who has, whose wisdom outweighs his deeds, what does he compare to? Le'ilan, to a true tree, she'anafav merubin, he has a lot of branches, so meaning his mind, he's got a lot of law knowledge. But his, uh, his roots are very, very small and they're very weak because he hasn't done anything with that knowledge. Again, we'll speak about the whole koach of, of, of Da'at later on this evening, Bezat Hashem. So maybe this will be part one of, uh, of the Tu Bishvat talk. Uh, and then what happens to that man? Ruach ba'ah be'okarto ve'ofachto apanav. Yeah, one, one wind. And it's not, it doesn't say a ruach she'ena metzuyah. Just a regular wind will topple this guy. Because he's got no foundation. You know, he hasn't worked on himself. He hasn't rectified himself. He hasn't built himself. Aval, however, kol she'ma'asav menubin mechokhmato lemahudome. But anybody whose, whose deeds outweigh that of his knowledge. Meaning, okay, he's not the smartest guy in the world. But whatever he knows, he acts on it, and he makes a difference in the world. What does he compare to? To a tree where, yeah, he doesn't have any branches. There's not much knowledge on the top that's spreading up. But nevertheless, now you're talking about all the, the, the winds of the world that come and blow on him. Can't move him. Okay, he, knows, he knows what's his. He knows what's right. As long as you stand firm in your commitment to Torah mitzvot, nothing, nothing can move you, nothing can deviate you from, from, the, proper, from the proper path. And the moment that you, you do do that, unfortunately, then, then you risk everything that you have. The moment when you, you pop your head out of the ground and start looking around, what's this, what's the world, what's the world about? And again, uh, facing away from your goal and your mission, then it's bad news. As a Mishnah, in the same, in the same chapter, Mishnah Zayn, Rabbi Elazar Ishpartota says, oh, in the name of Rabbi Shimon, I'm sorry. He says, someone who's sitting and he's learning. Meaning he's got himself rooted. He's in the water. Everything is good. But all of a sudden, now he, he pauses. Now he starts looking at the physical. He no longer cares about the roots. He looks only about what's above. Oh, what a beautiful tree. You're risking your life. You're risking your life. And these are the words of, of, of Rabbi Shimon. So, as we go through tonight, and we're, uh, you know, it's, the sun is down, which means it's, it's to be shvad, and we're going to celebrate. It's something to think about um, the purpose of the holiday. Yeah, it's not sourced in Shulchan Aruch because this is something for ourselves, for our individual, for our individual self. And each person is different. Each person has what to work on. Each person has where there are lacks in Torah and Mitzvot. No one's perfect. 
And if we focus on where our flaws are and how to rectify and fix it, then this tree will not only continue to root below, 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 but it will even sprout further where our influence reaches, reaches um, the, whole, the whole Jewish nation uh, worldwide. So we'll continue with Hashem tonight. I hope you can join us on the uh, the Tu Bishvat Seder.